PM Board Bombs. Welcome back to another EM Board Bombs podcast. I'm the co-host, co-founder of EM Board Bombs, Blake Briggs. This is just an audio podcast today. You don't get to see my smiling face. Dr. Hussein will not be joining us today. Dr. Hussein said, hey, if we can't do video, I'm out. I need to show off my beard. <laughs> it's a new running joke we have. Anyway, you can check out our YouTube videos if you want to see our smiling faces, as well as Marlena with Siski Kuhn at YouTube. We're also on TikTok and other social media platforms. But today, you're just going to have to settle for the audio only. We got a really awesome, quick topic today. Remember that EM Board Bombs is the only podcast in medicine that does rapid board review. In fact, we have a question bank podcast, which you'll hear more about after the question stem. But just know that for each 10 to 15 minute episode with EM Board Bombs, you gain high yield board knowledge. And our motto we like to say is come for the stems, stay for the content, and you can stay as long as you like. It's like free rent, just listen as long as you like. Enjoy our podcast. <laughs> Let's dive into this topic today. We have a 17 year old female presenting to your ED after taking a bunch of pills at her home. Unfortunately, she was upset at a family event and came home and took half of her bottle of bupropion and some other over-the-counter pills that she does not remember the name of. She's tearful and regretful. She has no symptoms otherwise. Which is the best next step? Choice A, administer activated charcoal. Choice B, perform whole bowel irrigation. Choice C, administer sodium bicarbonate IV. Choice D, observe in the ED and reassess frequently over eight hours. Correct answer here is OJK. We're not going to get that yet. Let's talk about EM rapid bombs really fast, and then we will give you that correct answer. You can think over your choice wisely here, but you can't go back and change it, okay? <laughs> Once you've submitted your answer, that's what you're stuck with. So remember EM Rapid Bombs? You should. It's our premium podcast. If you've been a long-term listener, you've heard us talk about it before. The podcast should sell itself. It's pretty awesome. We have had scores of residency discounts, as well as just you know groups of people wanting to get together in residency or attending life in a you know EM group to sign up for our podcast. And we encourage you to do so. It allows excellent drip learning, which means that you gain good clinical knowledge over the course of several months. To years, which is fantastic. We have over 370 episodes on EM Rapid Bombs now. That's insane. More than a year worth of episodes. If you listen to one a day, awesome stuff. So do drip learning here. Prepares you for boards better. You're not doing this bolus learning where you're just trying to memorize silly little questions and facts from board question banks. This is the first and only question bank podcast, which gives you a very unique way of studying. Think about your commute into work each morning or home. Think about just, you know, road trips, traveling, walking your dog outside, going for a run, easy, digestible, two to four minute episodes where we give you coaching for what you need to know for the test, how the test is going to ask you this question. We also tell you why the other answer choices are wrong. And of course, we always clinically connect this, meaning that we tell you, okay, yes, the boards want this, but here's what you should know for real life, because that's important, more important than taking a board exam. So check that out. The website is emrapidbombs.supercast.com, or you can just go to our main website.
All right, so the correct answer here as I've left you hanging is choice A, administer activated charcoal. So this isn't your typical SNRI or SSRI overdose. This is a bupropion, and that's the real deal. The brand name is Wellbutrin. We're not sponsored by them. I don't know if I want to be either. So <laughs> it's a monocyclic antidepressant that is structurally similar to amphetamines, and it inhibits the reuptake of dopamine and norepinephrine. Now, bupropion was approved initially as an antidepressant a long time ago, 1986, but it was withdrawn from the market due to a high incidence of seizures, whoopsie, that occur even at therapeutic doses. Oh, but don't worry about it. Three years later, they introduced it again, and the drug company said, hey, just don't give that much. <laughs> don't give that much of this drug. They lower the recommended maximum dose of you know, 450 milligrams per day. Now, bupropion has a narrow therapeutic margin. You need to think of this thing like the lithium of the SSRIs. Several case series report that seizures may occur with doses as low as 600 milligrams. Insane. Now, bupropion can also cause cardiovascular side effects like tachycardia and hypertension in an overdose. Now, the other manifestations you would see are similar to other SSRIs. You know, prolongation of the QRS or QTC, hypotension has been reported in massive overdoses. This is where there's a slight connection here with the TCA overdoses. Now, there was a retrospective case review from the U.S. National Poison Data System, and this was studying overdoses by adolescents. Bupropion was indicated in all eight deaths reported by the study period. Also, bupropion overdose was more likely than an SSRI to cause the following, pretty much everything, tachycardia, vomiting, cardiac conduction disturbances, agitation, twice as likely, seizures, three times as likely, and hallucinations, six times as likely. That's insane. So just remember that bupropion, unlike other SSRIs, is more likely to cause seizures, it's more likely to cause altered mental status like agitation and hallucinations, and it will cause more vital sign abnormalities. So what's the management here? Unfortunately, it's supportive just like the other SSRIs. What about charcoal? This is where we get into the answer choices. A single dose of activated charcoal, which would be one gram per kilogram, max dose of 50, so that's the typical adult dose, it may be given to a patient who presents within one to two hours of ingestion. Now, you shouldn't give activated charcoal, of course, to anyone at risk of aspiration. So those with ultramental status or vomiting, or they're just not cooperative. You know, they don't want to do it at all. You can't really force them to, so you can't give it. And you definitely should not be intubating these patients just for the sole purpose of administering activated charcoal. So you're kind of out of luck. The most commonly prescribed formulations of bupropion and venlafaxine too, another scary SNRI overdose. These are extended release preparations. So gastrointestinal decontamination is actually a good thing to consider here. I know we often really kind of poo-poo <laughs> doing activated charcoal and doing whole bout irrigation, but in some cases, this can actually be the right decision. And that's what I'm trying to get into with this question here. And sometimes the boards wanna ask you that too, is the rare cases where charcoal is the right decision. So choice B was whole bout irrigation. Whole bowel irrigation is the administration of osmotically balanced polyethylene glycol solution that induces, you know, liquid stool and mechanically flushes the pills or tablets from the GI tract. This is not as important as giving charcoal. And the evidence is extremely limited that whole bowel irrigation changes anything in any outcome. There are very few cases where whole bowel irrigation is the right answer on a test. Really the only one I can think of right now that's going to be the absolute right answer is someone that comes in who's a, a drug packer and they have several packed preparations of cocaine or other drugs. You can give them whole bowel irrigation 
to help flush that out as least aggressively as possible. But in the case of other overdoses, this will almost never be the right answer. They're going to have to really present this in a way that somehow whole bile irrigation is going to make a difference. In this patient class, the people that take these massive overdoses of bupropion or other SSRIs or other SNRIs, you're not going to do whole bile irrigation alone anyway. I would just drop that from your list of memorizing things right now and just keep it very simple. Activated charcoal is virtually harmless in any patient who is alert, oriented, and cooperative, aka they're fine with drinking charcoal. If they can sit upright and drink the charcoal, do it. You need to especially consider charcoal in those with potentially devastating overdoses. That's when you really should only consider giving it. You're not just going to give charcoal willy-nilly to anyone that comes in and says, hey, I took a handful of pills at home. You know, in those situations, you should be analyzing, okay, what are the overdoses that I'm most worried about here? And the way I think about it here is that any bupropion or TCA overdose, obviously, because of seizures and such a devastating potential consequences, acetaminophen, or any beta blocker or calcium channel blocker overdose. There are probably some others, but the way I like to remember those, these are the big ones. You want to really try to do anything possible to avoid absorption in the stomach because of such devastating downstream consequences. Now remember, activated charcoal is effective within a two hour period or so. If beyond that, it's doubtful to make any difference. Now all patients with an atypical antidepressant poisoning should have an ECG performed, of course, that's part of their initial evaluation, especially anyone that has a drug overdose. You should consider doing EKG on these people. And they should remain on cardiac monitoring while under observation for treatment of their overdose. So you're watching them and you know they don't have any symptoms yet. You maybe have given charcoal, but you're waiting it out and seeing if they develop any symptoms, seeing if they took enough to cause an overdose. While it's uncommon with atypical antidepressants, you could have some cardiac toxicity. Again, this is rare and it can cause ventricular dysrhythmias sodium channel blockade, QTC prolongation. This is all rare stuff, and that's that weird little crossover to the TCA family. Again, on the boards, if you see anything about ventricular dysrhythmia or sodium channel blockade, the answer choice is always TCA caused this, not SSRI. Just remember that. Now, what about seizures? Again, this is the, probably the most common scary side effect from bupropion that we all know about, right? Thankfully, it's your standard seizure workup and management, meaning that you're gonna do standard treatment with benzodiazepines, diazepam or lorazepam as first-line therapy. Second-line therapy, of course, could be barbiturates. However, in patients with refractory seizures and, you know, nothing's really working, obviously you're going to intubate these people. <laughs> you're going to put them in the ICU and put them on deep propofol sedation. All right, let's do a summary here and wrap things up. What's the lesson here? Bupropion is not as simple as a fluoxetine overdose. It is structurally very similar to amphetamines. So think amphetamines. What happens when you overdose on amphetamines? Seizures, cardiac toxicity, boom. The seizures are scary. They can be frequent. Do your usual approach to status epilepticus here with benzodiazepines being the mainstay followed by barbiturates and intubation eventually. It's important to realize that everyone talks about serotonin syndrome. Notice how I haven't mentioned that once. <laughs> serotonin syndrome is always talked about when you overdose on SSRIs or SNRIs. And we've done podcasts on it before and we have a handout on it too. But frankly, it is so rare, especially in a large single agent overdose. Instead, focus on what's more common here, seizures, Altered mental status, generalized neurologic changes. All you can do is support the patient's breathing and mental status and wait this out and hope for a good outcome. Remember, activated charcoal within two hours and the drugs we talked about, in my personal opinion, which benefit the most from this, bupropion, TCAs, acetaminophen, or beta blocker or calcium channel blocker. And that's it. Thanks for joining us. And again, you can check out EM Rapid Bombs at emrapidbombs.supercast.com. Remember, 
The website is emrapidbombs.supercast.com, or you can just go to our main website and follow the links from there, or follow the link from the podcast description below if you're listening to Apple or Spotify or whatever other weird podcast players are out there nowadays. Anyway, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time. Bye.